Hello and welcome to another episode of Let Me Finish with myself, Thomas Zakio, where each time I'm joined by a very special guest to chat about a topic that we get so passionate about that there's no choice but to just let us finish. The idea of this podcast is to document some of the interesting, inspiring and funny conversations I've had with people I've met so that I can share them with you. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, finish it off, finish it off. Lovely. Um, <coughs> you ready for your introduction? Mm-hmm. Do you want like a high man introduction or do you want like a... Anything. Anything. Throw what you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and down. Aki, it's a entrevista. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let Me Finish, the podcast with myself, Thomas Akio, and today I am joined by one of the most legendary people I have ever met, one of the funniest <laughs> people. You. You're like the backbone of my Twitter feed, to be honest. <laughs> Every third thing is something that you retweet, and it's honestly so hilarious. Um, we've known each other for, I generally have known, since like, since we were in all nappies. All our lives. All, since we were in nappies. Yep. I saw, oh, when I was at home over Christmas, I saw a picture of like the two of us just like, at some like one of these <laughs> mulatto getaway things <laughs> and just a nappies and um yeah we've uh, gone to school together we've moved around uh, uh lots of different countries but we just ended up here in london together and it's one of my really good friends lunipa Je- <laughs> <laughs> i was like do i throw in the surname okay let's mess with can I get a round of applause, please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Don't worry Thomas, about it. thank you so much for having me as a guest. I do have to admit that I had to invite myself. <laughs> I'm not used to inviting myself, you know. So I'm like, uh, my schedule is usually filled up, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. It's okay. With, with what? What are you normally busy with? Please enlighten excuse us. Me, excuse me. <laughs> this is not exposed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what. Well, how did we get here? I guess. Yeah. No. I. To be honest, like I have told you guys about the podcast. Yes. And you did. You did message me. I like. I could probably put the screenshots up later of you just going. Yeah. So when am I going on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then, this is not exposed <laughs> podcast once again. <laughs> no, but fair play. No, I think it, it, it was good because it was something that kind of got me. Um, it got me going in terms of like put me into place, uh, yeah. into motion to start yeah. kind of booking a few more um, podcast sessions. So thank you for your time. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no problem, man. You yeah. know, like it took a lot, a long, a long, a lot to get here, but yeah. here I am. Here we are. Exactly. The Northern Line. And everybody not... else, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Let us comment. Let us comment. Joke number one. <laughs> <laughs> Joke number one. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I think it's funny because when we first started talking about this, so this mm. came out, out because of feedback that I gave you yeah. on your second podcast, Ruthless. which is so cool that you Bios. always ask your friends for some feedback. Mm. I think that just shows that you really want to like make it the best that it can be. And I think everyone's enjoying your project and being a part of it as well. Um, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> so I'm just saying that because our original name for this episode was two sips of dojem. <laughs> so it's interesting how we're here with two sips of rosé. <laughs> we're really upscale, we're really living that yeah. bougie life. We're like, listen, we're not in Moz anymore, okay? No. Let's live like we're in London. Let's stand out here without two sips of rosé. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that actually made me laugh so much. But for context, dojem is um, a Mozambican beer 
Yeah. That's, too bad they do sell at Nando's. Which is a delicacy. You know what? Speaking yeah. of Nando's, yeah. I remember the first time Tindaka told me, she's like, oh, she's like, Finipa, let's go to Nando's, right? This was the time that we went with you, Osman, um, Leo, and Leo. Was that the first here. time that you went to Nando's? I promise you. Are you serious? In London, yeah, I promise you. After, like, I, I go around telling people that, like, uh, yeah. Mozambique brought Nando's to the world. This is what I'm saying. This is why I've never <laughs> been to Nando's. I've never been to Nando's because I'm like, Nando's is a ripoff of Piri Piri. That's yeah, how I yeah. feel. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, I can't betray my country like that. Like, I know what grilled chicken is supposed yeah. to taste like. <laughs> and it's not Nando's. I, I don't care. Yo, all of you can fight me. <laughs> <laughs> but Tadeka was like Tadeka was like oh but oh but Thaneeps now they have Dojem you know and I was like oh I guess that's pretty cool yeah. like they have Dojem like you know like back in Moz it's just like I don't know the local beer but here it's like it's only one place right? that's I know Dojem. and it's exclusive yeah so I was like you know what I went into Nando's with you guys I looked around at everyone I was like I'm not here for the chicken yeah. just so you know absolutely not here <laughs> for the known. chicken I'm just here to buy my beer from the country that I come from exactly I went to the counter and I was like can I have a dojem please and she goes sorry what I was like a dojem and she was like uh, could you just point it out on the menu I was like what? I was like this lady tripping I had beers and I was like yeah I was like there dojem she was like oh a 2M I was like yeah <laughs> I was like, pause. Yeah. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> Best of all. <Yeah. laughs> if you're going to sell my country's dream, <laughs> say it right. <laughs> two M. Two, you will never hear yeah. a Mozambican to you going, eh, hey, I don't be doing two M. Two M. <laughs> like, it just takes away the, right? like, the heaviness exactly. of Exactly, like the exclusivity yeah. of it. Like, even the South Africans that come over to um, uh, Mozambique or even like Zimbabweans or anywhere, mm-hmm. um, they're like, oh yeah, oh you're from Mozambique, oh yeah, yeah, but so you've got like the, the, the dojem, that's it. <laughs> the dojem, and you're like, yeah, dojem, like, don't. Nah, they need to put some respect nah. on dojem, honestly. <laughs> honestly, the but foundation. I took my dojem and I left and I went yeah. and drank it. It was in a plastic bottle though. Was it plastic? Yes! For real, Guys, they... I'm missing the authenticity. Nah, you want, the, you want to know that? Yeah. I want that big ass like garrafa that no, you recycle that, like, at the end of the right? night. The ones, like, <laughs> your dad's like, uh-uh, please yeah. put the bottles back in yeah. the box because we're gonna take them back to the the, the, the shop tomorrow. So we recycle. And you get cinco pavos. <laughs> and you get refunds. <laughs> And you're out there on the way yeah. home. Like, there's always like, one that's missing. That's the best recycling strategy. <laughs> right? Our dads were just like, yo, don't lose those motherfucking yeah. bottles. <laughs> and they'd have the crate. They'd always have yeah, the crate. Yeah. Like, at any, like, family function, exactly. the crate. And then, like, you just put all the empty bottles yeah. back. So they would go out the container. <laughs> yeah, uh, Africa's way ahead. Way yeah. ahead. It's fair. We haven't even, like, intro the topic of this podcast. Yeah. Like. <laughs> actually, that's a good, a good um, point. Our but topic. The topic of today's conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to put it briefly, it's just experience about uh, being... Being a lighty. <laughs> being like, <laughs> mm, these light skins. Yeah. yeah Think these, you're all that, ne? <laughs> <laughs> be, be, yeah, exactly. Being uh, mixed race. So we've, yes, we've being got, mixed race. We've got very... Being mixed race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although, like, I mean, there are lots of It's an actual thing, guys. Being mixed race <laughs> is a thing. Yeah, it's a whole experience with itself. It's just... And we, we have our own little communities we meet every Tuesday. Yeah. Which is why this is being recorded on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own group chats as well. Uh-huh. Like, that's not even a joke. We have the group chat with... We do. 
Guys, it's actually yeah, bad. Yeah, hey? exactly. yeah. <laughs> One of us. This whole little commune of mixed race kids. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, for background context, so I mean, growing up in, um, we've got very similar backgrounds. So yeah. um, both our um, mothers are English, yes. white. Yes. Both our uh, fathers are black Mozambicans. Mm-hmm. And um, as with all of our like five other was, friends, <laughs> even not, more. That's not even 10. a joke. Like, so yeah. yeah, we were one of the things that we were going to talk about is the fact that like we would have um, these lunches on the weekend yeah where all the <laughs> all, all the like all the big space families would like congregate together, together. Yeah. and then all the all like the, it was predominantly like it was predominantly dads right yeah and then, like all the most that's what I'm saying dads. guys yeah. put even more context like to the history of it all all our moms they all got together in England and they formulated <laughs> like a group and they were all like you know what you know where it's at Europe ain't it <laughs> <laughs> You've met a trash. <laughs> Me, I want my African no? prince. <laughs> and they all got a flight to no? Mozambique and they never came back. <laughs> you think organizing girls trips to Marbella is a thing? Now, this is fucking planning yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> but, this is throwback planning. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we would have these lunches at um, someone's house. Like, we'd probably move around depending who's like where it is. But yeah, it was generally like all the Mozambican dads chilling together with the yeah. doishem, exactly. all the English mothers sitting together, and then just like the like the, just the mixed race kids, just like yeah, go play. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what it was. And but you know what I find kind of so funny about like the whole dynamic of it all is because, I mean, just like look at me and you for example, we mm. have the exact same background and dynamic. Yeah. We have white moms from England yeah. and black dads from Mozambique. But I feel like your mom went one way when she had you and my mom went uh, the other way. And I'm saying this explain. because this is all in the name. Your, oh. name, is, <laughs> your name is Thomas. Yeah. My name is Tloni. <laughs> my brother's I mean, name is Stefan. Yeah. Your sister's name is Tadek. <laughs> Natalie just got away no. with it because me and Tadek were old enough. But I'm going to tell you something. Like, I promise you. My mom, so I don't know if you know this, but Tendaka was actually born in Mozambique. Okay. So, you know, my mom, obviously, she found her African prince. <laughs> and she was like, I think she just fell in love with Africa. I mean, she'd yeah. been around various countries doing jobs. She just fell in love with it. So, obviously, mm. after finding her African prince, she was like, yeah, you know what? I'm African. My kid is going to be African. <laughs> like, everything's happening here. Yeah. Like, Mozambique, this is the place. Like, this is my life. My kid, yeah, yeah. like, authentic you know <laughs> so she's like I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my kid here yeah so she had Tendaka in Mozambique and obviously you know when Tendaka came out she's like okay Jill which is yeah. my dad's name she's like Jill you know what's a you know what's a good Mozambican name something yeah, yeah. that means something special you know and then my dad was like my dad was probably like okay um Tendaka you know he's like probably in his head he's like yeah you know everyone can pronounce this yeah yeah, yeah. This is, you know <laughs> yeah this is a soft three syllables is not like yeah, yeah Tendaka you know yeah like even the English people can say that Tendaka <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah yeah that's it but the thing is my mom had such a horrible birth experience in Mozambique that she yeah. decided like if she had another kid yeah. she was having it in England like okay. she just couldn't like it was just really bad experience so she got pregnant with me and she was like hey right I need to fly to England to have mm. this baby and I think part of her was like you know low-key so annoyed that she had to have her kid in Europe you know because she wanted like you know she wanted her kids to be African and grow up in Africa yeah yeah so I feel like to compensate (laughs) (laughs) I was born and she looked at my dad and she goes (laughs) Jill give me 
the most African, <laughs> blackest name you can think of. And my dad's like, okay, let me think. I, like, I once had an aunt called Shonipa. And my mom was like, shit, I can't even pronounce that. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> and when I say that no one, like, being in England, yeah. when I say I go by Rebecca, you know this, which is yeah, my second yeah. name. That's why when I did the and intro, he, when I did the intro, I was like, Lenny, but yeah. I was like, should, should, should I have I said say, Rebecca? Right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, at least they were nice enough to put Rebecca on, like, it's my second name yeah, in the yeah. passport, you know? Cause Just in case. Being here in primary school, I've had so many variations of my name. I've had Holopina, <coughs> Holopla, Holonzo. I don't know how that one Holonzo. That one, I don't know. That one's inexplicable. Yeah. Like, that, that one was just like, so the beginning, they're like a joke. So, like, that's my name here. Like and you know I don't know like I I feel like a lot of African kids that have these kind of names know this feeling like when you really don't want your name to be called out in class because you know it's gonna go so so wrong and everyone's yeah, gonna yeah. laugh like everyone knows your name but they're still gonna laugh yeah, again yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like passing the border every time from most to South Africa yeah. and, like all the South Africans like Lonifa like, <laughs> do you know what that means <laughs> what does it mean what does it mean it actually means respect so, oh, okay hey, put some respect on the yeah, name exactly put some respect yeah, before- on the name <laughs> so yeah, so you know, my mom that she decided to go with that name. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Cool. Your mom went with Thomas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like me and Tendaku were like, you know what? The third baby is gonna have an English name. Like yeah. it's not gonna feel this way. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the suffering. But I was obviously the most vocal about that point. <laughs> so I was like, so it's like, okay, um, it's a girl. You know what should we call her? So Natalie. Yeah. Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> is that a conversation? My mom was like, okay, okay, her name will be Natalie, but we should give her a second name, you know. <laughs> and my dad was like, Intervas. What? Yeah, that's his name? second name. Interv- what does it even mean? What? I don't fucking even know. Mean? He was just saying like, how far can I push it? Yeah. Like this is not even a real word. I'm just making shit up on the spot. It's just like, yo, these people yeah. don't believe this shit. So yeah, th- there we go. That's how. So that's what I'm saying. Like we have exactly the same dynamics, but I feel like but, yeah. your mom, like your mom, like you know, she had just like, okay, you know, the baby's brown. Yeah, mulatto, African enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like maybe we can give him a name, like you know, Thomas. Yeah. And your dad's like, yeah, Thomas. No. You know, Tom- bad, I, like even in Portuguese can be Tomage. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, my okay. Here's like some context as well. Um, until I was born, they thought I was gonna be a girl. No way. Yeah. So until the day I was born, they were like, "Oh no, it's a girl." And then um, so I had like a, I had a girl's name as well. So my name was. What, gonna- <laughs> what was your name, Tiffany? <laughs> please, please. You think my dad would like, yeah, Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was. Why don't I give my dad a Nigerian accent? Um, <laughs> but he's changed nationality. No. <laughs> Wait, I switched. That's not how he is. Southern Africa ate no. it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah. Um, no, but I was gonna be um, Anna Elena. No yeah. way. For real, yeah. So that's also a nice. I know name. it is, but then like the thing is they You're they like making my second. They, they got like consultant. They got a consultant in, mm. and they were just like, okay, we need a name that's gonna go with both. Um, like they're both like um, Mozambican side and English side can pronounce. Yeah. So they went with, um, yeah. So they went. Wait, with, your, your parents got a whole consultant. No, that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, please tell me you lying out here. Name consultant. What is this? Like, like a uh, Sagoma or like a witch doctor? Profession. I know someone yep. definitely made that a profession. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but then so like genuinely, I was born, and then and they're like, oh, this is not. Not a girl. Clearly uh, <laughs> <Really> not. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, doctor. <laughs> did y'all miss this bit? Uh, 
Um, and then, yeah, for like Jenny, for about two, two weeks, I didn't have a name. So no I, way. I, I was the baby. Oh, I was like, bless. so I just sat there like, mm, yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. But then I think uh, the name Thomas, this is, this is a story they told me. I don't know if they're gassing me up, but this is genuinely like where it came from. Mm-hmm. But like uh, the biblical name. And it comes from one of the, yo, this is going to, well, I'm going to butcher my knowledge of the Bible. <laughs> but um, it was one one character in the, the Bible that didn't believe in Jesus's resurrection okay. until he saw it. So it's ah. one of those, I don't believe until I see it. So therefore right. it was the like- seeing is believing. Yeah, seeing is believing. Therefore it was a girl, but then like, no, then it's a boy. Look, it's a boy. <laughs> yeah, now I see we it. We believe it. Now I believe it. So which, I don't know. I like, Jenny sounds like a romanticized like story. Like they were like, yeah, let's, let's gas this kid up. And like, yeah, like, Jenny, we were just so ill-prepared. We just like, forgot, like shit, we don't have a name for the baby. Let's just like- <laughs> You know, for a second though, when you said oh like my butchered knowledge of the bible i mm. thought you were gonna be like yeah thomas was this warrior <laughs> i was like this boy got yeah. shit. And then he's gonna be like guys i said my knowledge was butchered yeah, exactly <laughs> so actually it was like it was the prequel to the bible all about thomas and then jesus, <laughs> yeah. jesus came in and stole the show but it was actually everything all the foundation was set <laughs> and that's facts man that's true do you have like any other childhood stories because i still have one more for you yeah. oh, childhood for stories you. uh okay like it'll, it'll come it'll come to me now but do you want to tell your story and then yeah because um, i mean the, the thing that jumped to mind for me was mm. like that time that we tried to make a pool in your out of a cardboard box at your place oh my god do you remember that? remember that do you know like i'll ask your mom when she gets back she genuinely <laughs> will remember that oh my god we were just like yo guys <laughs> it's hot PC- Honestly, like, yo, guys, it's hot. Like, my brother's outside making, like, a cooking breakfast. So, <laughs> so let's make a pool. Yeah, so let's make a pool. Like, breakfast in a pool. So, but... Meanwhile, our parents are like, these are supposed to be hybrid yeah, children. Yeah, exactly. No, no. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. I mean, <laughs> we're going to venture into eugenics already. <laughs> like, they've been genetically... <laughs> wow. No offense to all the other races. <laughs> Oh my god. Disclaimer. Oh my god. We might have to cut this out. <laughs> Not just us. Even me. But yeah, because there was one time we tried we tried to make a swimming pool out of a cardboard box. Oh that's true. And th- this was in your flat the flat at your place, like mm. back down by near MI the international school. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so like what? We're on the fourth floor of like this, this yeah. block of flats. We found some massive box. No. I think like something like a washing machine probably came in or something. <laughs> and we were like, it's hot, we're gonna make a swimming pool. So we like put it in your bedroom, the one with the bunk bed. Mm-hmm. And then I think we probably like found tape and put it on the sides. <laughs> And then we're like, okay, cool. You go, here are like two cups. Go over to the, go to the bathroom and keep coming and filling it up. And then, I mean, we're running like no concept of like volume of like water, like yeah. how long it was, was going to take. Was but yeah, we're not even getting to that. Just for the fact that we thought like cups would be fine. Because like by the time it's full, then it's time. I mean, if it was to be full, yeah. by the time it's too, <laughs> And your mom came in like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Making a swimming pool. Steph is making an egg outside. Like stupid fucking kids. Uh, it's like oh you know what? Like I'm, I'm gonna go spend this. Like, where did we go wrong? <laughs> I'm gonna go spend this university money because I'm clearly not going there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's so funny. I actually don't remember that one. Uh, 
I'll see more when she gets back. I'm sure she'll tell you. Yeah, that. I have to. I actually have to. I mean, I remember like I used to have, you know, Dexter's laboratory. Mm. Yeah, like from that, I remember we had this sort of like in our other house, we had this like basement area. Yeah. And I filled it up with cardboard box and like drew on them with crayons and oh, made really? them like all my robots. It was like my laboratory. <laughs> what, I were you lab friends? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, one time I got so angry at my mom that I made myself a cardboard mom and I wheeled it out on a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and mouth and eyes and sticks for arms yeah. and I literally remember talking to it and saying mom and like when I wheeled it into the living room and I remember Tendaka and my mom looking over at it and bursting out laughing and I actually got so upset that they were laughing at my mom <laughs> so- couldn't, like, my mom couldn't even be mad she thought yeah. it was the most hilarious thing she'd ever seen yeah, was like, so I know, annoying go, take your mom and go yeah. Yeah. I was like this yeah. <laughs> she gonna cook for you too yeah. <laughs> I will see I would I would have been so petty if that happened to me if, no. if like if my kid like came up to me it was like yeah so this is my new dad I'm like alright cool no stress it's like dad can you help me he was like ah uh-uh, go see your go see your car with dad <laughs> does he even speak yeah does he speak ah okay oh my god right. let him help you with your homework it's fine hey yeah uh, you know what this is like my final story in regards to <laughs> to to any like childhood experience and not even childhood experience like just growing up and like obviously the whole mixed race i think it's yeah. like it's important to point out that we as mixed race people aren't the only people that like have the kind of complex of like not even a complex just the dynamics of like mm. where we relate to and like yeah. where we feel like most at home like yeah, yeah, and you know sure. sort of balancing it between two nations that we're a part yeah, of and like cultures as well yeah and cultures so um when i was in the international school of uganda i had this friend called josh and he was this english boy but the yeah. thing is he had lived in uganda since a baby like right. since a baby uh you know his whole family's english this white english family they lived yeah, yeah. in uganda for ages um so in uganda like it was kind of like a thing just in a lot of cultures like you know when you're sort of a foreigner somewhere and you're trying to sort of relate to the locals and you're trying to like be a part of them sometimes you adapt your accent oh yeah and it's not in an offensive way like when you're actually in the place people don't take it offensively at all right yeah yeah um so when you're in uganda you know outside of school that's how all of us international kids would interact with the locals you know we would like speak in the accent like we'd be like hello sebo like yeah "Yeah, can you give me discount you know like our accents would just like change like that because we just felt like yeah no yeah for sure um and um so obviously so josh had grown up in uganda all his life and then obviously it was university time and we all Mm -hmm. went to university and I remember Josh called me up and told me this story one time. So, you know, it was his first week, his freshers' week. Yeah. Um, and I don't think people realize as international students how kind of difficult it is to actually integrate into like a predominantly sort of British kind of society yeah, when yeah. you just move over from uni, as I'm sure it's the same in the States or any other country that yeah. you go to. Um, but, you know, the international community is very different, very different yeah, from yeah. like, you know. yeah so so anyway so josh i guess he was like you know he was still trying to find his footing and you know find people that he related to like even though he was originally english he hadn't been living there yeah so you know he was there and he made um he made a few friends and they went out one night it was a freshers party and they were lining up in the queue outside this club 
Yeah. And like there's these two like you know like six foot black men in front of them. Yeah, yeah. And like um, they're speaking and he hears their accent and he hears some um uh some uh words that are from I think the language is Luganda. I'm not really sure. Okay, but like the local. But yeah, the local language in Uganda. Yeah. And um, he got really excited. Yeah. And he goes, eh, me too. I'm from Uganda. And these two like six foot no. African guys turn around and they look at this like five foot something white boy with blue eyes and yeah. blonde hair say, eh, me too. Exactly. I'm from Uganda. Yo. And one of them was like, if I slap you. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just remembered like just dying. I was like, the poor fucking kid. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. That's so true. That's so true. So like, I just, I, I like, I always remember that story and keep it with me because it's just so funny. Like, the whole scenario, the whole situation of it, like, you know, it it addresses so much. But it's just, it's just so funny. Bless him. No, that's so interesting. (laughs) I I don't know, but do do you find that you? I mean, I think some people call it like code switching, but like kind of even accent switch. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm the, I, not not even from a perspective of when I'm in the in at work and when I'm with mm. friends, because that's just like colloquial in business that like, yeah. we speak differently, like naturally. But mm-hmm. even if I'm with um, if I'm with like white English friends, mm-hmm. I'll speak in a certain way. Yeah. And then as soon as if I'm talking to someone, and as soon as I find out they're yeah. from like Southern Africa, or something, yeah, everything it's comes all over. Out. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over. It's yeah. all over. Jackie, don't cry, it don't beg. It's like that. It's like <laughs> so, that. Honestly. And like, I mean, to be fair, like an element of it, like very much like you just said, it's like you found a common ground and a connection and you're yeah. bringing it back to that. You don't yeah, have to exactly. keep up some sort of like facade. And it's not like it's you're not bringing out a part of you that's not like you. Yeah. But it's it's very much who you are. You're yeah. just like bringing it out a bit more. Yeah. It's more pronounced. And yeah, because like if I'm with... Uh, there's this one uh, friend from MIS, some, the International School in uh, Mozambique. But so he was a year below us, mm-hmm. and then uh, he went to Uplands in okay. South Africa, and then I went to Pretoria. So we've kind of got that Mozambican background. We've also yeah. had like, that South African culture, yeah. and then we've both moved to the UK for university. Okay. So he, he went. He was in Glasgow, and I was um, in Loughborough. Yeah, and then so he's moved down to London recently. So we, we meet up every like couple of weeks. Mm. But it's one of those as soon as we start talking to with each other, the whole South African bit comes out yeah, so it all much. Comes back, yeah. So like ah, Bafetu, I'm I'm a man. You are beautiful, not white. That's exactly. It just it comes though. out. Yeah. It's like it's not. We're not mocking anyone, or it's yeah. not. The thing is, even, it's part of your culture. Like exactly. that's your life experience. And yeah, which is quite interesting. That's and what think, you did to sort of like integrate yourself. Yeah, and you kind of had to because imagine if you were. Because the thing is, like, it's quite interesting when you come to university, and I think this is like there's an element of being mixed race, but there's also an element of being third culture kids yeah. where you've lived in different countries so you mm. just pick up different like um, sayings or yeah. like the way you, like uh, mannerisms but mm. even being a mixed race thing it's like the way I behave around my English cousins is different to how I behave around my Mozambican yeah. cousins so but like yeah when I speak to my Mozambican cousins it's one way and then when I speak to my English it's cousins another it's, way. It's, it's another yeah. way and which I feel like is a perfect transition to talk about weddings because I feel like we have <laughs> We have our white family and we yeah. have our black family, yeah, yeah. and those come with two different family experiences <laughs> in terms of occasion occasions yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, 
to be fair, I went to a wedding last year for my co- my cousin's wedding on my um, English side, and I've been to my aunt's wedding on my uh, Mozambican side. So those are like the two experiences I've had. Although my aunt's wedding was like years and years ago, it was like okay. I think like two thousand and six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was a completely different experience. That was like extra. It was, <laughs> yo, it was I, I like to be honest. Even though they're like, it was so long ago, I still have quite vivid memories of it. So mm-hmm. because my my dad is one of seven, but also my mom is one of seven, but my dad is like one of seven. There were so many aunts and uncles, so they had like kids and were quite similar ages. Yeah. So um, one thing that my aunt was like, you know, it'd be so nice if like all the kids do like a dance performance together. <laughs> I like love you, that. You, I, I know it's super yeah. cute. I was like, if I had those resources, those kids are like doing uh, like they're doing a fucking dance. Like, they're gonna fucking enjoy every fucking second. Of that shit and so essentially what happened was like every Sunday for about six weeks we'd go up to my aunt's house mm-hmm. and we had like this dance instructor and they were like um, the three boys or four boys and like four girls and like we um, did a whole dance That's thing so cute. and we had like matching outfits and everything for yeah. the for the, um, for the wedding and that was just that like we did that for six weeks for one part That's the whole true. performance That's the whole true. day like we, a two minute performance honestly like not, like not like just about that was it yeah. like okay now we're gonna get the cousins out and like you parade the cousins yeah. in front of all these people and it's yeah exactly and then (laughs) look what my family's been doing on the side what up kids so but the thing is that was like towards the end of the day and then we had like it was a full day so from the morning when we were at the church and like the longest church service of your life in like (laughs) in like 30 degree and you're fully seasoned and you're like I am so hot yeah and then like obviously there's a like slow drive to Matala so the, the next town which is like a solid 30-40 minutes Uh away and then they went to their quintal so their their, their land and did the whole like massive lunch and all this talking Mm -hmm. it was just like it was extra by the end of it you're just like I'm so tired I just like me being like a 12 year old I'm just like I'm so tired yeah and then um, but that was like could you imagine trying to put up a tantrum oh for (laughs) (laughs) yo you will get dragged (laughs) not even by your own parents you literally just had to it up. Not even by your own parents. <laughs> like so, someone, like one of your aunts and uncles will drag you, pull you by your ears. Like, hey, listen, yeah. <laughs> you better stop fucking crying. <laughs> but, Shut your yeah, ears up. Give you a reason to cry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, it just reminds me, like, quickly when I was in a hair salon and there's this like little Nigerian girl having her hair done and she was crying because they were screaming mm. and pulling her, and the and the woman was like, "If you want to cry first, let me see water." absolutely died i was like you know what this is this is what growing up african is no sympathy yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny it's honestly like it's a, i think it's quite, it kind of, kind of puts us in like a bit of a middle ground where yeah. there's elements where we're like we can probably play it a bit more yeah we're like okay over here i can get a bit more sympathy yeah, yeah i'm like straight yeah but but then i had my uh my actually that to be fair, the whole kind of conversation on like we can talk about have a whole let's do a whole section on hair in a second yeah that's a good one because <laughs> i like Believe that's, me. that's an intro okay <laughs> But with my aunt's, uh, my cousin's wedding last year, the um, on my mum's side, and it was just, it was just a complete contrast. Like people arrived on time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn, mom, something's wrong. Yeah. Everybody like, on time. Exactly. Like, yo, why? What happened? Did you guys get kicked out of the hotel? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the invite said eleven o'clock. So, like, yeah, but so we're not even ready. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we're not even ready. What are you talking Punctual. about? Punctual. Yeah, exactly. Punctuality. Yeah. <laughs> we will not stand for any tardiness. <laughs> right. But, uh, but honestly, like with that, I think that's one downfall. I think that I need to learn. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> African timing, African as they say. <laughs> I can't believe that's an actual thing. I know. The thing is, there's an element of me that's like, oh, it's kind of kind of like racist but I'm like no it's true, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> let's not pretend not as true. African let's not pretend African timing is a thing it's whenever I'm making a plan with my Mozambican friends I will fully tell you yeah 5pm when I mean 8 exactly if you arrive at 5 that's your own fault yeah that's yeah you need to know like what What do you mean like, did you, you get the memo you, you came at 5 yeah like you know what it says yeah. the screenshot says 5 it's like that'd be I'm saying with some gun like um uh, like there's one one was a vegan friend oh Susie yeah in the UK mm. um in London so like we we meet up again like every every now and then yeah but it's got to the point where whatever time that she says to meet up yeah is the time I start getting ready okay because like I've just learned you already that know. Is, I already know like yeah. if she's like yeah okay cool we're gonna go to the park we're gonna get some drinks yeah, yeah meet us at like um like six o'clock I'm like I'll meet y'all at eight yeah. <laughs> that's how it's gonna happen yeah exactly and it's one of those I remember for her birthday um two years ago like went for dinner reservation mm-hmm. I was like reservation you can't even be late you've got a reservation yeah. right yeah I purposely tried to arrive late I like and by me purposely arriving late was like 15 minutes now <laughs> <laughs> and I was still the first one it's there. It's the white in you. I know. Like, we can't I know, do it. I, I can't. I can't, I can't let it. go. I can't. I'm just sad. It's like let go. Be free, uh, brother. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're so ambitious. <laughs> And it's just like, again, we're playing some massive stereotypes, but like, it's true. <laughs> You're just there like... No, I feel like we can all like appreciate that yeah. about our culture. Listen. Yeah. We run an African timing. It's mm. a unique thing. Nobody else in the world has yeah. it, you know? Yeah. One of my aunts, Lau's mom, delayed an entire flight. No. <laughs> because. <laughs> because. Woo, I love that. Lau was, Lau was flying as an unaccompanied minor. Right. So they were like, you are registered on that. We're not just, we've like made um, accommodations so that someone can take care of this, yeah. uh, this child <laughs> to fly from like Mozambique to France. Yeah. Right. And then like for whatever, I can't remember what the exact reason was, but there was some drama and my aunt was like, no, this is not right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're not having this. I was like, delay the fucking flight. <laughs> <laughs> and the flight was late just because. No way. Oh my God. What I was a like, That's power. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The other plane will wait. Right. <laughs> What about the passengers? They yeah, can wait. They, they can wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my problem. Where are we? We're in yeah. Mozambique. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, what about you with weddings? Weddings. Weddings. So, okay, tell us your wedding story then. Okay, well, so like one of like the first African weddings that I ever went to. Funnily enough, I've never been to a wedding on like any of the family from my dad's side. Okay. But I've been to like, you know, weddings from my parents' friends. Uh, yeah. And I yeah. remember, like, the one wedding we went to, it was just, it was so nice. It was, like, the most chill thing I'd ever been to. Like, yeah. so it was basically on this piece of land that the couple had owned. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had already had kids, so this was kind of, like, a later wedding. You okay, know what yeah. I mean? Um, and the kids were there, and, like, the guy, he was a Rasta. Right. Um... And like she was just wearing like a skirt and a t-shirt. Oh, okay. yeah. And like he was just wearing like I don't know some loose pants and a shirt. And yeah. then he had like their three kids, their three little mulatto kids. Oh, like, okay, chilling. okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, hey, this was an African wedding. Okay, yeah? but, <laughs> okay, that, but that was a key element of the whole story. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But but even so, like it was in the quintal and like. 
literally everyone and their cousin was there. Right. And like that's what I love about African weddings. Yeah. Like the everyone. invite is not, you know, absolute. Yeah. It's like okay, you can come, but I'm going to like count five other people that are probably sure. going to come with yeah, you. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? And then and people turn up with garafas, you know, like with yeah. bottles, yeah. bottles of booze. Yeah. Like cuz this is we a party. This is a wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like this is this is no like you know yeah. this is a like you people are going to be there till the next day in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Still talking. Like you know how like our dads all used to like group around and yeah, all the yeah. men would laugh and they would have their beers. Yeah, they yeah. could stay there till 7 a.m. Like, literally still talking yeah. and be absolutely fine still yeah. talking. Maybe one would have a snooze every now and yeah, then. Exactly. <laughs> Just, uh, like, one yeah. like at least yeah, two quick power nap. Yeah, <laughs> back in it again. Honestly, so that that's exactly what that wedding was yeah. like and it was so nice and it was so chill and then um i remember like okay my aunt got married and like it was you know one of my first sort of english weddings yeah and we were the we were kids so we were like the flower girls yeah sure and um yeah it was very like i just remember the difference in it so much and that like everyone was like super super you know like super formal and i'm not just talking i'm not saying like formal in the way people are dressed i'm talking about formal in the way people sort of like compose themselves like sure. the way they talk to each other yeah. like it was very like seen you not in a different context yeah not. like yeah. A, a lot of formalities like it's not like everyone there was your family it was kind of yeah. like you know we're all and you know i was a kid i still had fun yeah um but then recently um i remember so my other aunt she was getting married and she's getting married to this indian guy that she's been dating right mm-hmm. And me and my older sister, we were so excited because we're like, oh, we're gonna have an Indian wedding. This is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Like, oh my god, this is gonna be so much fun. Because, yeah. like, one of Tendaka's friends had been to an Indian wedding, yeah. and it literally looked absolutely amazing. You know, yeah. like they're so colorful, vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. It also feels a bit like close to home with everyone and their cousin is yeah, invited, yeah, yeah. and it's just like such a big party. For sure. I was like, yeah, this is great, you know? And um, then um, then I just remember my granddad saying like, oh, no, 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 they're not having an um, an Indian wedding. They're Sorry having what? an English wedding. Sorry, what? Yeah. Come that's again? Literally, that was literally mine and Decker's face. is like, what? Come again? An English wedding? Go and sit down. But, like, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. We were having an English wedding. We. Right? And I literally, I just remember like arriving to the wedding. And like I remember seeing, I remember traditional Indian attire. I had like English attire on, you know, and uh, with the hat and everything. And I remember like looking across, and like obviously we're the only brown people on this side of the family. Sure, I'm not gonna lie. You're right. They're like, oh yeah, and so the groom's family's outside. No, 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 we're the brides. Like, oh. But literally that's what happened. So honestly, I'm not even joking. So like we're the only other brown people. So we just like we came in and we saw like his family and they were all like like the mom and like I guess a couple of like the daughters, they were dressed in saris and they were sitting yeah. with their arms crossed, like, you know, in this very English, like very sure. coffee and tea coffee setting. And tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just looked so like like so unimpressed and we looked at them we're like eh yeah. us too <laughs> us too hey us too we were hoping but oh yeah, oh but wow here we are yeah. here we are. oh 
oh wow yeah but i remember the mom she had she had said to him she was like i'll make you know i'm disappointed you're not doing an indian wedding sure. but you know the only compromise that i'll make i guess you know for you to make it up to me is if you have some bollywood performers Ouch. Okay, so hold up, hold up. Like actual Bollywood performers? No. But, like, okay, but okay. You know, they could be, but maybe they're like a like, little bit less known. Yeah, yeah, C list. C list. Z. <laughs> so your cousin play, started. So literally, co- <laughs> literally, like halfway through, like, you know, the sort of like mini after party after the yeah, feed yeah, when the yeah. DJ. They kicked this like English DJ off. Yeah, it's like we've had enough like, fucking music. Wall, yeah. We're sick of fucking And these two Bollywood singers yeah. came on and they started, you know, yeah. jamming. And I promise you, the whole side of his family went up like, there and yeah, were like, wake up, wake up. Now it's time for the real wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and me and Tadak and everyone went up there. It was so much fun. But yeah, like I just feel like there is such a difference. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm i going to be honest, as someone that's been to both and someone that is from both, Yeah, I, I do want a Mozambican wedding, you know? Do you know what, yeah. though? If In terms of, like, you know, if there's one time where you felt like everybody, like all your friends from both sides can enjoy the same party and go yeah. out all together. Guess yeah. what it is? Well, do you know what I'm going to say? I know. It's carnival. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Doesn't matter is, what color you are. You be having everybody different. dancing to Calypso. Different. Everybody bumping and grinding. Yeah. Everybody listening to a bit of reggae. Yeah. Like, that is everyone's club. That carnival is, Honestly, is like, just... Honestly, when I was talking to you the other day, mm. uh, or like the other week, I was like, okay, let's get a squad together. Yeah, that's what carnival. we do every year. And I was just like, let's just make it up this is the one time i can be like i'll mix up different groups yeah like, you got you can come you can come yeah the whole squad together i mean we might as well every year we lose each other yeah, exactly. anyways <laughs> like, we need strength in numbers because yeah. we're going to lose at least like yeah 25 of this group <laughs> yeah but, it happens every year but it's the best thing like yes, you know that's good. what i feel like that's the one time in london especially where every single person yeah. from every kind of background like just appreciates one uh, single culture yeah, yeah. like one kind of music yeah, you know 100%. like across like Caribbean because it is Caribbean themed you know that's what carnival is so yeah yeah, it's quite interesting as well because I mean like we don't have the kind of Caribbean mixed element to this this was purely like yeah so like that it would be interesting to have someone else like yeah true true but um but yeah I think also that that reminds me the thing I want to bring up about like the difference in hair as well Oh my god. <laughs> Let's just say some of us got lucky, ne? And some of us didn't. <laughs> yeah. Some of us, our dad's jeans was too strong. Too strong. <laughs> yeah, like for you, do you have like any kind of. Is there like a preference or is it more down to like an experience thing? Um. Gosh, my hair is a nightmare, but yeah, mm-hmm. I've only ever gone to African hair salons because, yeah. like, I know no. I mean, even when I was in Moz, like, Mozambican, yeah. like, like salon artists would complain about my hair doing my hair like knots like everything so for me like I know for a fact that I have to stick with African like hair salons like yeah um yeah I just think that every time I go like the ladies like they're Nigerian and Mm. gosh they're just like they're hilarious but they're (laughs) so mean (laughs) they're so like I, yeah like honestly oh, yeah. that poor little girl and then like I remember this woman <laughs> this white lady was like passing by and obviously like you know every salon has like the shop window yeah yeah and she was passing by and something compelled her yeah. to like open the door the salon door and she goes she goes you're right. Um, can I have a hair tie and they go 
Get out! Ah! Ah! Get out! Come here ask, uh, asking for hair tie for free things. Are you serious? <laughs> what? She left so quickly. I was what? like, oh my god. When I say my hair salon is savage, like <laughs> savage. Yeah. Like honestly, like these ladies don't play. Like what? You know what? I've never experienced customer service. Like that. Oh, customer, no, but I was saying that customer service is really, the rules don't apply. No, the rules don't apply. Like <laughs> honestly, they're doing you a favor. Yeah. You're the inconvenience. It's like someone walks in like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, honestly. Fine, sit in the chair, please, man. I was going on my lunch break and you're saying... Uh, I, and honestly, like it's kind of funny the way they like also haggle the prices. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, for sure, real. Because like for they, me, it's like a they make it your fun. hair's fault. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I remember I wanted to just straighten my hair, uh, and I was like, at one point I had gone there and I did it with this one lady, and she charged me ten pound. And these are like three sisters, right? Oh, these okay. Nigerian sisters. Yeah, yeah. But the what the one who did it, she wasn't there. Uh, so the other one was gonna do it, and I was like, yeah, so because if you go to an African hair salon everybody knows and if you don't know this like I don't know what you've been doing all this time you've mm. been spending hella dollar because <laughs> every time you go to an African hair salon I don't know if the same applies to barbers but you confirm the price before yeah, yeah. before they even touch it yeah, yeah. like before anything before happens like, before you even sit in the chair because once yeah. you sit in the chair you're not yeah, getting alcoholics done you're yeah locked. so you confirm the price so I'm like oh yeah it says £10 straight in my hair and like she was. She didn't say anything, right? Yeah. So my mistake was I was like, okay, she didn't say anything. So yeah. that's like, okay, yes, right? And so then she starts doing my hair. Uh, and you know, once you start doing your hair, yeah, you can't leave it's all over. You can't be like, and do me 10 pounds worth hair. She's like, look at this hair. Look at this hair. And you want me to do for 10 pounds? 10 pounds? And your hair is too long and you don't comb your hair. <laughs> I can only do this hair for 20 pounds. Oh. Only for 20, only for 20. Look at this hair. Look at how you want me to do for 10 pounds. There's nobody, nobody that will do your hair for 10 pounds. I, like, I was like, but your sister, nobody. I was like, I was like you know what? I bet your sister that. Is she hot? Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me just not, let me just. Yeah. This is going to hurt my bank account. <laughs> for something that I know is going to last me less than a day because as soon as my hair gets out into that humidity, it's yeah, going to be like, ah, freeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's, that's... But you got to love them. That's, that's where you so go fun. for the experience. Yeah. The thing is, <laughs> you don't go like, to weddings, you go to the salon. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's really... Like, you kind of get... There's this, like, stereotype of, like, the kind of community... Or not stereotype, this kind of concept of, like, this community in, like, in, like barbershops and hair salons and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like at my um at my barbers there's that there is evidently that as well some people come in just for a chat some people get the haircut for like an hour just like a shape up but they're chatting the whole time they grew up there so but yeah. I, mean, like, I think for me it's a bit different because like gossip I, central yeah exactly and then <laughs> but funnily I, enough we're gonna watch a play about a barbershop yeah on, <laughs> yeah on, on thursday oh, i'm looking forward to that but um yeah, no, I just think it's, like, super interesting in terms of, like, the kind of cultural, like, yeah, experience Yeah, what goes on, But yeah. for me, I mean, like, for me, I don't necessarily have that because I'm not um, exactly from here. So I'm... Right, So yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like... I'm, like, the, con- the, the connectivity gets as close as, like, with both, like, 
I, I they're like black or like mixed races. Yeah, well. that's as close as it gets. But there's yeah. no. I didn't grow up in the area. I don't have. I have some of the same kind of like inside jokes and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's understandable. As far as it gets. Yeah. But, so I don't necessarily try like as much to kind of get involved. Mm. But but it's fun to listen it's, to. Oh yeah, they're so good to listen to. You sit there and you're just like creasing. <laughs> yeah, <in the> chair. <laughs> literally. But they start really, like my barbers like the barbers in the other um, in the salon the other week just started freestyling. No there was like there was a beat going one guy started and then the other guy just like jumped in and then the other guy came back in and then the other guy flopped and then he got roasted by everyone and that's <laughs> and actually so good and honestly I was just like you know what this is worth spending the yeah, experience for yeah definitely but, I don't know about mine in terms of yeah <laughs> I mean it's funny but when it's directed at you it's oh like yeah no no it's funny but until it's you <laughs> yeah and then you're and it's like oh, this is not yeah, funny like, remember, my feelings hurt yo for real like there was a time um uh, especially towards the end of like last year and um, I was like breaking out really badly like, like mm. my skin was quite bad and then my barber was out there like telling me like your skin is shit I was like no. I know this man yeah. like you think I don't know it's me you know like I'm already sat in this chair looking at myself yeah. for an hour straight and you want to remind me and you in me. background commentary right. exactly like yeah you don't look good for hey? real <laughs> exactly like, look at you he's like your face looking like a teenage boy <laughs> look at all these spots I was like Jomo I know okay oh my God. I look at myself all the time, like in the mirror every morning I yeah. know and like now I'm sat here in the chair looking at myself I know yeah and then it's like look at this one it's another spot <laughs> and it's like these ingrown hairs in the back of your head and it's like bro you're not like That's and it's conflicting because like I should leave there going I'm feeling hella fresh yeah, with a new yeah. trim yeah. but I'm like I've got the good trim but like my, my skin, skin is here like no I, I look like a teenage boy <laughs> exactly pizza face I'm like I don't need this my barber said so <laughs> I'm not going back I'm not going back and then <laughs> Uh, I mean, to be fair, like with the kind of like the whole dating thing, I think it's like we've, for us, it's more of a having coming from that, having like mixed parents, it's automatically yeah. just like a don't really see. Mm. Yeah, I feel like even through dating, I have never, ever sort of like. Um, my preference has never been based on somebody's race. Yeah. Ever. Like, even just being in an international school, you don't yeah. feel that. You're not even... I feel like, in a way, we were sheltered because, in a way, we grew up in these international communities and we've grown up all our lives with people from different races. Yeah. And, you know, in international schools, you never have space for racism. Like, it yeah. just doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just impossible. You have so many people from everywhere. It's just like... Yeah, yeah who and how <laughs> and where do you have the time to yeah. be racist exactly you're gonna exclude these three four people honestly and then, but they're part of the group and, and then, then you're like, by yourself so and then mixed. it's awkward yeah. now because you're racist yeah. by yourself in a way we, we were super lucky because yeah. how nice is that that you never grew up with any kind of awareness of one your own race and mm. other people's races like because it was something yeah. yeah it was something so normal and yeah. natural like I feel like even though we could see that our parents were different colors or yeah. our friends were different colors yeah. or whatever or us yeah it was never a thing it didn't even it didn't feel like a thing yeah ever um and i'd say the only time it ever did feel like a thing was when i came here yeah you know and like it was honestly my first time that i heard the term lighty oh, really? i never heard it before yeah. ever and you know like a lot of people 
there's a lot of I didn't realize that there was a stereotype to mixed race people and yeah. you know just in terms of like and you know the funny thing is there's also a stereotype to mixed race people back home right but it uh, doesn't seem Marcia. yeah but for some reason it doesn't seem obviously there's always going to be some negative things said but it doesn't seem as like heavy or doesn't seem to hold as he- such a heavy weight as it yeah, does here. For sure. Because, you know, when the first time I got called that here, it wasn't in a any kind of positive way. It oh, was right. in a like, oh, you have light skin privilege, so okay. you think you're this. Like, it was assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so weird and, like, unnatural for me to be in an environment where people were making assumptions about me based on the color of my skin. Yeah. Um, or just accrediting like the things that I said or did to the color of my skin. Yeah. And I think that, I think that a lot of people like, they actually don't realize that because I feel like people don't realize that it's actually difficult to be in the middle because everyone, everyone wants to talk about light skin privilege. Yeah. But, at the same time it only also does go so far because you because people have this assumption of light skin privilege so then it's also like limiting you mm-hmm. as well to like or just kind of like making these assumptions about what you think of yourself and yeah. why you do the things that you do and everything like that and it's just like it takes away from us as individuals and that applies to everyone from all for different sure. races. Yeah, absolutely. If you're defined but, by that. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like we get stick from both sides mm. sometimes. And I mean, I remember reading this tweet. I think you saw it as well. Probably did. When yeah. it was like, yeah. <laughs> well, my Twitter is his yeah. Twitter. <laughs> Your Twitter is my Twitter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when it was like, oh, yeah, mixed race people are disgusting when they do African accents. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I yeah. was just like, you know what? That's so crazy. Um, it was written by this um, Nigerian guy. And I was like, that's so crazy because, you know, so, like sometimes i feel like we get in trouble because you know we're acting or like we're being too white yeah right you know too much to the light side of things but you know in theory we're black but then you know we we make jokes about our culture and our heritage yeah and it's all of a sudden invalid because we're mixed yeah you know what i mean we're not a hundred percent authentic this or that and it's kind of like okay well when where does that leave us like I think, I think a lot of people don't actually recognize that mm, a lot of mixed people struggle with identity, yeah. you know, because... There's a lot of research yeah, on that as well, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're just, we're trying to, we, we're lucky enough to have had parents from, you know, both cultures that want us to relate to both of our identities, yeah, that want to, like, incorporate us in both of those things. But it is also hard when, you know, like, other people that don't understand that, they're they're judging you, but they don't see that they don't know or necessarily appreciate that maybe as they're rejecting you from one side of your identity you're also being rejected from another side and where does that leave you you know so forget about privileges and things like that you know like sometimes well sometimes we also get marginalized and yeah yeah it's unfair yeah (laughs) it's It's unfair to everyone but it's just like i feel like you can't we also need recognition that is it's hard for us as well you know like yeah two different cultures it is (laughs) and like the thing is there's that's why it's one of those um people kind of like 
depends how you want to phrase it. One pe- some people may say, oh yeah, best of both worlds. But mm. also you get like the shit from both worlds. Yeah, hundred well. percent. It's, yeah. it's not like I think it's not all like yeah. uphill. It's, you, you, you it, can't cherry pick what you want. Yeah, from. you can't. Exactly. You know, and people give you and you receive what you get. Yeah. And you have to deal with it. And it it depends on that person's perspective of where they choose to put you at that particular time. Exactly, exactly. Because there'll be times where... For me, it, like sometimes I'm like not black enough to be with like with the black people, but like definitely not white enough to be hanging out with white people. Yeah. So you just like you just kind of yeah, oh, you just I'm just like a visitor. Yeah, your, that was literally my biggest struggle at yeah. university. Like I just felt because even you know here like a lot of the Africans are kind of like second generation. They yeah. were born here. Um, they have African roots, and their yeah. parents, you know, put that culture in them in sure. a way. But it's still an entirely different culture in yeah. itself because absolutely it was born and raised here that kind of culture. Mm-hmm. So I remember, and also being not, second generation, there's a lot of like yeah. the cult societal like mm. um, stigma around it as well. Yeah, and literally, I remember just like being so upset when I got to university because I couldn't relate to any of the English people properly. Yeah, and then you know people that I thought oh you know they have links from back home yeah yeah I couldn't relate to them either so I was just floating in outer space that's what it felt like like just not having any way to anchor myself into an identity yeah for sure yeah I mean to be be fair for me it was more of a like I, I love what you said earlier about um with being in like in an international school like it's not something you're just conscious of at all like you're yeah. like you're, you're aware of it mm. but in the sense that like you know that okay i like white guys like like mixed yeah Asian, like you're from our type is not limited to race yeah but, <laughs> but that's the thing but like you're you're aware of it but it's never it never goes further than that yeah um and for me it's not a thing yeah for me it wasn't in the same way that like i think like a probably core example of things like for example like um friendship groups are so mixed yeah like mm. it's like there's it's not just like the black kids hang out the white yeah. kids hang out it's like everyone everyone makes yeah. Yeah. and like even relationships like in school like it was there was so it was all mixed yeah it was so mixed and even if you me, think about our group for carnival last year yeah we had Mozambicans there yeah, yeah. we had like um english people there we had yeah. my cousins from france yeah. like we had everyone so there. and then for that for us this is like yeah this makes sense yeah but then i mean it's I think so normal for, for me us. for me the biggest like like the biggest step for me or like in terms of being so much more aware of it was when I moved to South Africa right and I that bet. was just a completely different cultural experience yeah. over there because it's so fresh I mean obviously mm. what, they got independence what 25 years ago yeah and mm. people are so aware of it and so conscious of it so yeah. for me it wasn't until I got there that I was like suddenly placed into things like I yeah. was like categorized and the thing is it was weird because as me it was like almost kind of I think one reason why I like I personally relate to Trevor Noah a lot is because his stories are very similar to mine yeah um, at least my experiences in South Africa mm. so it'd be like um, people would come up to me and either speak Afrikaans because they think I'm like a, a cape coloured and by coloured it's like that's the uh, uh, like mixed second third fourth yeah. generation uh, like mixed people mm. so they come and speak to me in Afrikaans I'm like I don't know what yeah, you're saying when you can't white, reply then white just, people would come yeah. to me and speak in Afrikaans because they think I can also speak Afrikaans yeah. and I'm like I don't know what you're saying like yeah. any of the other um, traditional South African languages so African languages so Zulu Hoso like whatever yeah. they'd come up to me and speak in those languages I'm like I literally have no idea what you're yeah. saying and then but then obviously like after a while I'd be like I'm from Mozambique like, oh yeah cool get it okay, and yeah. then but then for me it wasn't until I'd like walk around the mall with my parents mm. where I'd like notice like double takes people looking yeah. and then if I'd walk my mum they'd be like oh, yeah no probably adopted and then yeah. if, if, if I walk my dad he's like oh it's like light skin kind of like, yeah. not, not like to think, to think too much about it but like yeah. it wasn't obvious enough yeah. and then when I started I had a, um, I'd have a girlfriend I had a girlfriend at, univer- um, at school as well mm. walking around with them the double takes Yeah, and it was just like 
and then I think that kind of set me up to be kind of hyper aware of it as well. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it's just one of those that like, I think that's probably stemmed, like kind of crept into, you never fully in one camp. Yeah, do you know what? I feel like all of us at some point were bound to become hyper aware. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Obviously, like I said, I was privileged enough to not have that experience until I was 18, yeah. which is a long time to go without being like hyper aware yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that because we remember what it's not like being hyper aware yeah. as kids, I feel like that's such an important thing that we should carry into the future and mm. onto like our own kids in the future yeah. and just like other generations because, you know, yeah, it's important to be aware of yourself and other people um, because of, you know, a lot of the political context and yeah. climates that we're in. But at the same time, you know, if you carry that culture that we had of where it wasn't really a thing, like it doesn't take, like race doesn't take away from culture. Like as we discussed, yeah. like, you know, Josh, yeah, the English exactly. white boy, yeah. that he, you know, relates to Ugandan culture like yeah. more than he ever did to England. Um, so I think race and culture can sometimes be so separate from each other. And I think yeah. like, that's something that we can take away and that's something that we can recognize and something that yeah. we can put in our kids, you know, and it's yeah. not about like, listen, you're of, you know, you're mixed. This is yeah. the color of your skin. This is this, this. And sometimes yeah. you're going to get this. No, like it should just like, let them enjoy. It's not even ignorance. It's, yeah. it's not ignorance. I don't want to say it's ignorance because it's just how things should be, you uh, know, yeah, I, I, that's how I it like should how be. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be, it's just something that, yeah, like I said, we're lucky enough to have experienced at one point in our lives. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's something that we can also, you know, gift to our children and yeah, other yeah. generations. And yeah, for sure. maybe one day becoming hyper aware won't even be a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, okay, let's be honest, like in a couple of like hundred years from now, everyone's going to be a bit mixed. Like, everyone's going to be blue. <laughs> 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 gonna have a little bit I mean even when you do those DNA tests and you're just like this as soon as they get to area 51 yeah. <laughs> all the aliens gonna come out we all gonna be blue uh, <laughs> for those of you that don't get the reference go to twitter tweet to area 51, 51. check yeah. it out <laughs> we breaking the aliens out here <laughs> we all gonna get one oh <laughs> uh, that's so messed up that's an hour and 40 minutes worth of content. Thomas can talk for the whole of Africa. Yo, 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 yo please, please, please. Come on, I beg, I beg. <laughs> look at yourself. Ah, go and sit down, please. You are, you are here with your nonsense. Thank you for having me. I was going to say thank you first, but then like... Oh. Yeah, I see, see, you see, you Let's see. Let's say thank you, you together on three. Wait, wait, just, just say... Thank you. Just thank you. Oh, okay. wait, what? I thought we were going to say... Uh, no, but like, <laughs> like... Okay, just say thank you. I thought you were going to say more than that. Okay, one, two, two three... three. Thank, Thank you. you. God, we're so corny. <laughs> oh my God. Like, they're going to love this. Right. We're like the cutest. It's like literally the best thing ever. Oh my God. You guys should totally check out my blog. <laughs> and my Instagram. And my Instagram. You can find me on socials. That's actually a good point. Follow right? me. I won't follow you back. That's actually a really good point. That's one thing I'm starting to do. So if anyone wants to find you um, on... Uh-huh. 
or not or not <laughs> it's important to everyone block you. is free to find me um i'm gonna be very honest i really don't use instagram that much i've barely got any posts so probably the best platform to find me on i'm not gonna give out my twitter because <laughs> my twitter is a dangerous place <laughs> A very dangerous place. And Thomas yeah. is laughing because he knows this. <laughs> but Deep I down. have Snapchat and I feel like that's acceptable. <laughs> so you can find me at, with my English name, Rebecca, with, it's spelled <laughs> the unique way, okay, and the appropriate way. Look, this Rebecca. It's Rebecca. R-A-B-E-C-A-A. Thank you very much. Double A, Rebecca. <laughs> Yay! Don't put your mic It's the only thing I have. <laughs> it's the only thing I have. <laughs> uh, amazing. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on this podcast. This was so much fun. I've definitely had so much fun recording this. Mm-hmm.